So growing up, I was always outside with the neighborhood kids playing, and one of my favorite games to play was called 500. I don't know if we still play that, but essentially it was a game with a football. Someone would throw it into a group of kids, they'd call out a number. If you caught the ball, you'd get that many points. If you got to 500, you got to throw the ball. And I, just a little competitive growing up, really wanted to always be the guy throwing, but I was a lot smaller when I was a kid. I wasn't quite as big as I am now, and there's this kid who's a year older than me, and he's taller than me, he's more athletic than me. His name was Jimmy. Jimmy was so good at 500. And it was always like, man, Jimmy, you're so good at 500. I wish I, wish I could be as good as that. And he would always win, and it drove me nuts. So one day I went home to my mom, and I was saying, Mom, Jimmy, he's so good at 500. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't, li- I don't like it at all. I wish I, wish I was like that. I, I hate Jimmy. She said, whoa, whoa. We don't hate. We strongly dislike. But as Christians, as Catholics, you're not supposed to hate, right? Whether it's a food you don't like, or a team you don't like, or people, you don't hate things. You don't wish evil on another person. That's not what it's like to to be a Catholic. Yet, what's going on with this language in the gospel? Unless you hate your family, you cannot be my disciple. That doesn't seem to make very much sense. How could our Lord want us to hate other people. And there's a whole other homily in there on how he's talking about you have to be detached from everything in the world. If there's anything in your life that takes a higher priority than Jesus, we got a problem. But that's not what this homily is about. Brothers and sisters, our Lord, several times in the gospel, is extremely bold. This is a bold homily. Unless you hate your family, you cannot be my disciple. And this leads to what C.S. Lewis wrote uh, back in the day. He's the author of all the Chronicles of Narnia. He talked about the situation where Jesus could not have been just a nice person. Many people believe this. He's a good guy, had some good things. He's a nice person. He was either the Lord, he's a liar, or he's a lunatic. There's a man who walked on earth like you and I. He ate, he slept, he walked around telling everybody for three years, I am God. I'm the Son of God. It's a bold claim. So either he's the Lord or he just lied for three years. And if he walked around for three years lying, that's, that's not a good thing. He shouldn't lie. He would be a bad person if he was lying for three years. Or he might have been a lunatic. He might have been crazy. If I came to your house and walked in and said, I, Father Claydar, am God, and you should put me before everything in your life, I hope you would say, all right, Father Claire, here's the door. Please leave our home. You're crazy. This is a bold claim. Yet our Lord makes it. And essentially, in this gospel, he's saying, I'm all in. And you're either all in or you're all out. Because there's several different people in our lives, brothers and sisters, that we might be able to just like certain parts of them and implement it into our life. Several people like this in my, in my own life. I love stand-up comedy. I'm always listening to different tactics on how people tell stories. I love Bill Murray and the way he relates to human beings, but I don't make him the first and foremost principle of my entire life. He's not the important foundation on which my life is built. I like Steve Jobs. I enjoy Apple products. I've read books about him, find his life very interesting. But I've got some major problems with his 
philosophy and the way he looks at the world, so I can take some things and not others, right? Phil Mickelson is great around the green. I try the flop shots, but I'm not going to take his understanding of what it means to be a human person. I'm picking and choosing. And that's what we do with a lot of things. Brothers and sisters, we can't pick and choose with Jesus. He's not just another person out there who we're like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. That, I don't know, that's not for me. That's not how we can approach Jesus. He's all in. And he's saying right here, brothers and sisters, that we're either all in or we're all out. There's no lukewarm. This understanding that he gave the church, inspired by the Holy Spirit for 2,000 years, to show us how to live our life. And everything that the church teaches, we have confidence through faith that the Holy Spirit from Jesus is telling us how to live our lives. And the Lord is saying, I want to be the Lord of every part of your life. The way you relate to your family members, I want to be the Lord of that. The way you understand the human person, how they should love, how they should receive love through marriage. I want to be the Lord of that part of your life. I want to be the Lord of your finances and how you relate to the outside world in every aspect. The Lord is, he wants a lot. He wants all, he wants your whole life. But it's a life for a life. Because he's all in on you, right? He came to earth, took on flesh, became a man, died on the cross for you. And he's asking a lot. He's asking for your life, a life for a life. But this is not a kid mean on an anthill just picking on us saying, here are the rules you need to follow. No, brothers and sisters. He's saying that in every aspect of life, whether it be philosophical, political, human nature, whatever it is that the church teaches, he's saying this is the best opportunity for you to get the most out of life. It's okay to question things that the church puts out there. I encourage people to question their faith. But you can't stop there. You've got to dig in the answers. You've got to come and talk to us priests. Why does the church teach this? I don't understand. How can this be something that Jesus really said? All right, let's talk about it. Let's get down in the mud and figure these things out. Because we're either all in or we're all out. And Jesus Christ is all in on each and every one of you. And today as we receive the Blessed Sacrament, brothers and sisters, I invite you to ask the question, are you all in?